All right, you're getting you set here for Thursday night football. Uh, I, I have made some changes. We got some background now, uh, some nicer material in the background. I'm also not having my computer on my lap, so I'm not giving you know the viewers a seizure this time around uh, every time I was trying to talk. And I'm improving. Right now, I'll actually look at the camera. So uh, thanks for those that have been viewing and listening. We do appreciate it. And uh, it's going to be a good podcast here as we're getting set for the Browns and Bengals. Uh, bringing back Matthew Cruz in as well. We're going to talk some Bears, look at some good NFL gambling lines. And then here's a fan base you don't really hear from, right? They're kind of – you remember the Carlson, uh, the Carson Palmer years, right? Kind of underachieving there. Chad Johnson, uh, you know, they, they, they don't national uh, steal the national headlight, uh, uh, you know, the headlines, so to speak, because they don't have that guy. And they've been a little bit of a disappointment as a franchise. But now you've got the guy, Joe Burrow, didn't win – uh, in his debut, but they were in that game. And here's a buddy from college, Kirill. He's uh, maybe one of the only Bengal fans that we know, but we're welcoming him in as well. So, Kirill, thanks. And wait, what did you like from that game? So, they lost to the Chargers. Um, last second field goal, of course, it was hilarious. We all collectively uh, laughed at Randy Bullock. Did he really pull a muscle? Was he kind of just doing that thing? Oh, I missed a terrible game winner chip shot. Uh, my leg hurts. Uh, Carell, what were your thoughts from getting to see your quarterback, Joe Burrow, and just week one impressions? Well, first off, he uh, definitely just faked an injury. Yeah, what was going on there? <laughs> he, even in the post uh, game comp, like uh, interview, he like said he pulled his left uh, calf, but after the game, he immediately went for yes, the right. Very game. suspicious, yes. No, no but uh, I mean, Joe Burrow, like Oh, it was just good to see, like, good football again as a Bengals fan. Didn't right. see that after week one from the Seahawks last year. But the last drive, that was just awesome. I haven't, it's, I haven't seen a quarterback with the Bengals do that in a long time, just drive down the field. He had no timeouts with two minutes left, just a couple checkdowns out of bounds, and then just drilled one into the pocket to Ross, which was awesome. Uh, how did you feel the Andy Dalton years? He, he was kind of a guy that, you know, the syndrome, right? It's kind of what the Bears are going through right now with Trubisky. Is he our guy? Do we have to pay him? Uh, he, you know, he's a high draft pick. Dalton, I know, was not as high as Trubisky, of course. But how did you live through personally the Andy Dalton years? And as you said, it's, it's like night and day, right? Now you're kind of watching, wow. And you have that feeling, wow, we got a quarterback. Uh, I mean, Andy Dalton. He did everything a Bengals quarterback could ever do. First five years, went to the playoffs, was on five in the playoffs because that's the most Bengals thing to possibly do. But, uh, I mean, he got the job done. He's not going to win you the game, but he's not going to lose you the game with the quarterback. It's just the offense aligned ever since we got rid of Whitworth, which that was a whole debacle as an organization. Having <laughs> played. So, well, but, I mean, to, to that point, and then we'll bring in Matt here as we'll break down some of the lines in this game. Bengals are – the public is all over them, um, but they are six-point dogs. This is in Cleveland, right? Um, you know, the travel is involved, but the joke being made is, you know, especially with the NBA is, wow, the, the Heat stole game one with the digitized Celtics logo uh, on the court. So, again, you know, not quite sure how that affects usually the NFL with the fans. You get a three-point kind of for home teams, that kicker. Um, but it, there's been a lot of talk about the Bengals being a kind of a disastrous franchise. Do they want to win? Have you heard that chatter? What does Cincinnati feel with this team? I know you kind of are swooning over the new guy, Joe Burrow, but you guys, how's your relationship with the ownership? Uh, we hate it, but <laughs> – Okay, fair. First off season where it felt good being a Bengals fan because 
You knew we were getting Joe Burrow. Everyone knew that. And then they finally spent money in free agency, which has never happened. The 2015 Bengals that started off A&L, that was the most stacked team in the league by far. It's just they were all, like, on rookie deals. And they got rid of Sanu. They got rid of Marvin Jones. Uh, the whole defense, basically, besides Geno Atkins, left. So, yeah. it was tough. Once well, you don't have a draft pick, when you make the playoffs five straight years, you're not going to rebuild. Yeah, it was like you were almost in purgatory, right? Where you, it's the Falcons. I don't know if I'll ever see them get back to the Super Bowl, right? They had their chance, and it's so hard to consistently do it in the NFL. And the Bengals were a consistent contender, but when you don't end up with the ring, it, you know, you eat those losses from trying to contend. Uh, Matt, let's bring you in here. Uh, Thursday night football, NFL's back. We're pumped. Um, Bengals plus six. That's interesting because uh, I believe the Chargers either covered or pushed, right, by winning that game earlier. And then the Browns just got their, you know, behinds handed to them. Um, I like the under in this game personally. I, I'm having trouble finding the spread because the public's all over the Bengals. And I think it's going to be a little bit of a crap game, you know, like who's going who's gonna to win out of this? So too many points potentially. How'd you see this one, Matt? Same, similar. Um, I am on the under also. It's down to 43. It opened at 46. I wish I would have got a little sooner. Um, like you said, public all over the Bengals. That line opened at plus eight and a half, got knocked down all the way to six. Um, I can't bring myself to put real American U.S. dollars on Baker Mayfield as a favorite. That makes no sense to me. He's shown no reason why we would ever want to do that. That big, um, yeah. So, And I typically don't like playing with the public. The public loses in general the house always wins we know this thing um but i do see it as a crapshoot game i see this as a not even a football score like a 16 to 12 just a score that makes no sense makes like the Bengals first game, right against right the i mean we got randy bobandy taking <laughs> field goals um yeah that's how i see it i do i like the direction this Bengals team is going i think they got their coach a year ahead of schedule, they knew Zach Taylor was their guy. They went out and got him knowing that that's not the team he's going to have when they possibly get good. They knew Andy Dalton wasn't going to be the quarterback to pair with them. So I think they have their coach. They obviously have their quarterback. I like the direction they're going. But, um, yeah, I think an ugly game tonight. I hope they can keep it within a touchdown, I guess. Yeah, and you're live from the dog pound right now, so that's good <laughs> stuff. Uh, Kirill, quickly, who wins tonight? Uh I mean, I'm going to go with the Bengals because I can't go. <laughs> I, I like it. Yeah, you got to root for go it. over the Browns. All right, that's a good, that's a good pick. Over, honestly, though, because both. No worries. I can edit this out. I got you. Uh, I like the over because both games last. You got me. Sorry. I think you're back. So, I mean, I, just, I don't think the Bengals. I don't think the Bengals' offense got any worse. I think it got better. I, and the Browns' secondary is really banged up. Their second and third best corners are out. Their linebackers are injured. I think the Bengals' receivers are just going to go off against them. I'm worried about Mixon, though. I don't know how he's going to do. Yeah, he was a little bit of a fantasy dud in that uh, week one. So, uh, I'm excited. Uh, I, I guess I'll go with the Bengals with the points there just because I, I, I'm like you, Matt. I don't like riding with the public. But I'm definitely – my favorite play there is the under. Uh, Matt, you're neck of the woods here. Chicago. Minus five and a half. I'm all over this personally. Um, I, I got fooled. I was on the Giants against the Steelers. I wasn't sure how Big Ben was going to do. Um, so I, I, I love the Bears here, minus five and a half. They just beat the Lions. The Lions are bad, uh, but they're better than the Giants. What are your thoughts on the game? Yeah, uh, no line movement here. This line stayed the same. You would kind of thought it would have got a little bigger. 
Um, but 65% of the bets and 90% of the money is on the Giants. Um, that caught my attention today. I don't love the Bears minus five and a half personally. I think they still might struggle to get the offense going like they did against Detroit. I do expect them to win. Uh, and I don't really know what to think of the over-under either. It's started at 43 and a half down to 42. Um, the play I like here, and I don't even have the number, uh, is going to be David Montgomery's rushing prop. I'm assuming it'll be between 60, 70 yards. Uh, we saw Benny Snell rush for over 100 yards in relief yeah. against the Giants on Monday night. The Bears, as I touched in the last pod, the Bears need to make an emphasis on running um, after the debacle last year. They did that against the Lions. I think they come out, establish the run again. So whatever that David Montgomery prop is, assuming it's not astronomical, if it's 70 yards or below, I'll take the over on that. Uh, that's good stuff. Yeah, Kirill, did you get a chance? I mean, we're all collectively watching the red zone, right? And then the Steelers had the Giants. I believe that was a Sunday night game, right? Um, yeah, I, I mean, Big Ben looked good. You, I know you obviously have watched Big Ben your whole fan life, right, in the AFC North. Uh, how do you feel about him being back? And then how do you feel about potentially this game? Are the Giants just that bad going up against Chicago? Uh, I, I don't know. I, I couldn't tell from that game if the Steelers' defense was that good or if the Giants' offense was that bad because they made the Steelers' defense look amazing. <laughs> Take on Barkley negative yards before contact. I mean, I don't know. Ben Roethlisberger. I I don't think he's anything special this year. I think he's just, I think he's an upgrade from Duck Hodges. And I think the Steelers are getting a nine and seven. But uh, I think the Giants are just that bad person. They've always been that bad for the best. Yeah, I think we we're collectively probably leaning Bears there, and I think that's why Matt, as you alluded to, that is uh, you know a pretty big number there for Mitch Trubisky at five and a half. Uh, let's go to the Vikings-Colts. I, I wanted to throw this into our discussion because I, I think this game is fascinating. Uh, the Colts obviously killed so many people in survivor pools uh, when they lost to the Jaguars, who people collectively view as the worst team. Jaguars, by the way, getting absolutely no respect against the Titans. That's an eight-point game. That's that's going to be fascinating to watch as well. Um, but sticking with the Vikings and the Colts, Vikings, that defense, man, Oh, boy. We knew they were going to have some issues secondary. Uh, I, I was high on the Vikings going into the season. I am worried. I am laying the points with the Colts. Everyone is on the Vikings, public Joe and his buddies, and the line moved the other way. I'm hopping aboard with the Sharps. I'm going Colts minus three. We'll start with you, Matt. Uh Yeah, not really sure what to think of this one either. I'll, what I will say about the Vikings is I think – Playing Aaron Rodgers without a preseason in this young secondary was like worst case scenario. Um, getting thrown right in the fire against Aaron Rodgers. Um, that's tough. So I expect them to get better every week. I do think uh, the Colts will score, put up some points. The last time when they played Phillip Rivers last year, obviously completely different O-lines. Colts probably the best O-line in the entire NFL. Last year, Chargers probably the worst. I, they sacked them eight times, I believe. Um, if they can get some pressure, which they didn't show they're capable of doing against Detroit or against Green Bay, if they can get some pressure, they can make it difficult, I think. Um, but yeah, top to bottom, I don't think uh, Minnesota will struggle to score at all. Uh, Gardner Minshew, 19 to 20. Xavier Rhodes was graded as like the worst cornerback last week out of every single corner that played. I think they will attack him personally, specifically, take it out on him. Uh, and I actually have Vikings money line on this one. 
Okay, I like that. Uh, Kirill, your thoughts on this potential matchup of maybe surprise 0-1 teams? Uh, I think it's going to be a close game because Phillip Rivers, that's what he does. He can't win by a lot. He always has the ball last drive. and He's probably going to throw a pick. Yeah, he's, he's always uh, down, you know, three, driving with the ball. It, it's a tradition unlike any other every witching hour during the NFL red zone. Somehow we've got, uh, you know, Phillip Rivers on our television in the two-minute drill. What do you got, Matt? I was just going to say uh, teams who go to 0-2 have, like, a, it's 11% or 12% chance of making the playoffs. So absolutely a monster game, even though it's only week two. But that's why we love the NFL, because things get going early. Yeah, exactly. And the and the Falcons, my goodness. I, I didn't I didn't even want to talk about them because I think they're they were seven point dogs against Dallas, who's another 0-1 team. And I, I will not touch that game with a ten foot pole. I come on, I've lost so much money on the Falcons, it is just I don't understand them. We're gonna go 0-4 and, and then win ten straight and somehow miss the playoffs. It's it's terrible. Uh anyway, let's this game is also fascinating to me. Patriots, they took care of the Dolphins, they covered. I, I, I love Belichick. Love me some Belichick. Um, Seahawks, they just throttled my Falcons. Pats plus four and public all over the Seahawks, which intrigued me. I almost put this as my best bet, but I did not. But I like the Pats plus four in this one. I'm just going to go with the trouble here is uh, Belichick does get success. Jeez, let's try that again. He has trouble with. Uh, running quarterbacks we've seen that throughout his career so that's my worry there I'm going Pats plus four Matt Uh, my bet my bet on this game is going to be the under 45 it actually has gone up a point so it tells you public's on the over I go under here I think uh, both teams can play defense I know that the Seahawks was a high scoring game last week but I think that was a you know more of a product of them getting up big because the Falcons D is terrible and then it was you know Falcons going all out so I like the under here because, you know, Belichick will have, you know, he'll give his team the best position to stop Russell Wilson to the extent you can stop him. Uh, it's a tough one on the points. I would lean Pats plus four, though. Yeah, I like that. I like that defense still very much. Kirill, how do you see this one? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Matthew cruising and say it's going to be the under. It's okay. Cam doesn't prove to me that he can pass the ball after surgery. He did have two rushing touchdowns last game. Uh, I think the Seahawks defense is so much better than the Dolphins defense, and it's going to stay the longest scoring game. And yeah, the Patriots defense that's still top ten in the league. They're, the Seahawks will score like forty points and then have like fifteen next game. They've yeah, that's that's a great point. I mean, I I made this point earlier in the week that Jamal Adams like, he terror he is thriving in that defense with Seattle. So. Uh, I wonder if Cam's already injured. Uh, you said that he's coming back from all this different surgery, injury-prone guy, and now you're running him like a running back. Uh, you're running him like Derrick Henry. All right, we're going to wrap this up here and get you guys ready for NFL football with some best bets. Uh, again, you're seeing it by my background, by uh, making more eye contact. This is going to improve every single day. We're going to have a lot of voices. My thanks to Kirill stopping by, giving us a great uh, perspective from the Bengals. Bengals are interesting, all right? Maybe they're not getting the national recognition in any other year, but you guys got Joe Bleep and Burrow. Uh, and you guys are all going to be watching them tonight. So my thanks to Kirill, Matthew Cruzan as well. Uh, we're going to be having these guys around. So this is something I want to do. It's going to be NFL gambling, big gambler. Uh, you know, we all, I think a lot of people, America's kind of turned into sports betting is the way. The floodgates have opened it. I love it. Um, so best bets. We're going to make this kind of fun. We're going to, you know, put up some money. 
uh, best record by the end of the season is going to win maybe a pot, maybe a prize, and we're also going to keep us accountable, like a punishment, some great shame. I'll, I'll dress up like Cam Newton maybe if I lose my best bet and come on this podcast and uh, talk to the audience. Uh, you know, maybe we'll have some fun with that. Maybe I'll have to bet on the Bengals, you know, next week, you know, something like that. Uh, so I'll start it off with, I was hunting down here, uh, Dolphins, you know, the Pats didn't even look good and the Pats covered against the Dolphins. So I kind of highlighted that Bills minus six. I'm going to go with them as my best bet. Uh, I think the Bills, Josh Allen might take that, not Lamar Jackson leap, but he's clearly improving every year. So, and he had put up great numbers. Uh, in week one so I'm going to lean with the Bills here get minus six score a touchdown maybe and hope for some points I think the Dolphins are just they're still just you know what are they doing they're rolling with Fitzpatrick he's just throwing picks after picks so I'm going to go with the Bills minus six and Matt what is your best bet uh, before I get to the best bet, just to say I love the Bills, the second that Tom Brady signed, I went and locked in a Bills AFC East future. I think it was nice. plus 75 at the time. Uh, best bet for me this week, I have Kansas City minus eight. That line started at minus five and a half, and it's now up to – I've seen all the way as high as nine and a half. So I grabbed it uh, yesterday at minus eight. Uh, we saw what the Chargers did against the Bengals. They couldn't score. Tyrod Taylor is not a competent quarterback. Uh that defense took a huge hit with Derwin James being out for the season or at least the first several weeks. So I don't think anyone in the NFL is stopping Kansas city and certainly not going to be the chiefs. I think they coast by a two, three touchdown win. Yeah. Chiefs, one of my favorite bets uh, with a big number. I, I rarely hesitate with the chiefs because they are, you know, that team that did have a big number and they covered easily right against Houston. Uh, Kirill, you got a best bet as well. What do you have for us? I got Bucks minus eight and a half over the Panthers. Bounce uh, back, huh? Media's been all over Tom Brady all week, and from the past 20 years, all I've seen is after the media bashes Brady, he goes off and just has a remarkable, remarkable game. Panthers couldn't guard our C-League football team in college. If we <laughs> yeah, they, they did not. Our C-League in defense was pretty good, Kirill. Come on. Our C-League was pretty dominant. Um, but, yeah, that's that's going to be interesting. I was pretty shocked with that Las Vegas win. Uh, they took care of it. Look, I mean, the Panthers have a completely that, – that might be the rebuilding team. Yes, Teddy Bridgewater's nice, but, uh, my goodness, yeah, they let the Las Vegas – team all over them uh, so that'll do it enjoy thursday night football uh Kirill, you're going to be locked in thanks for joining us um you know go joe burrow you're rooting for a win tonight right thanks for having me oh yeah who day who day that's perfect and matthew cruising as well uh we'll put, post this out shortly enjoy uh thirsty thursday thursday night football maybe we'll do something friday maybe we won't fedex friday we'll see it enjoy the weekend golf's getting underway i want to start doing golf and thanks for checking out remember rate subscribe review say the show sucks i don't care at least it's a review uh say, thanks for checking it out and uh thanks to these guys as well take care <laughs>